and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. There are not a lot of TV shows that my wife and I enjoy watching together, but one of them is America's Got Talent. Recently, during the audition stage of the competition, a young lady came on the platform to sing a song that she had written. She was very frail, looking dangerously thin, but she had this most beautiful smile. She told the judges that her name was Jane, but she sings under the name of Nightbird. She revealed that she had been having some real health struggles over the last while. Simon asked her, how are you feeling now? And she said, well, the last time they checked, I have cancer in my lungs and in my spine and in my liver. And then she said, it's important for people to know that I'm so much more than the bad things that have happened to me. The song that she wrote and that she sang that night was called It's Okay. It was a moving and powerful song, so much so that when she finished, there was complete silence in the theater for a full five seconds before the place erupted in applause and cheering for her. I came across an article that this young lady wrote. It talks about what she's been through over these last couple of years. Let me read it to you now. I don't remember most of autumn. My doctor told me that I was dying. And shortly after that, the man I married said he didn't love me anymore. I I chased a miracle in California 16 weeks later. I got it. The cancer was gone. But when my brain cut up with it all, something broke. I later found out that all the tragedy at once had caused a physical head trauma, and my brain was sending false signals of excruciating pain and panic. Then the cancer came back. I spent three months propped against the wall. On nights I could not sleep, I laid down in the tub like an insect staring at my reflection in the shower knob. I vomited until I was hollow. I rolled up under my robe on the tile. The bathroom floor became my place to hide, where I could scream and be ugly, where I could sob and spit and eventually doze off, happy to be asleep, even with my head on the toilet. I've had cancer three times now. I've barely passed thirty. There are times when I wonder what I must have done to deserve such a story. I fear sometimes that when I die and meet God, that he will say I disappointed him, or offended him, or failed him. Maybe he'll say I just never learned the lesson, or that I wasn't grateful enough. But one thing I know for sure is this. He can never say that he did not know me. Call me bitter if you want, that's fair. Call me among the angry, the cynical, the offended, the hardened, but call me also as one of the friends of God. I'm God's downstairs neighbor, banging on the ceiling with a broomstick. I show up at his door every day, sometimes with songs, sometimes with curses, sometimes with apologies, gifts, questions, demands. Sometimes I use my key under the mat to let myself in. Other times I sulk outside until he opens the door to let me in himself. I've called him a cheat and a liar, and I meant it. I've told him that I wanted to die, and I meant it. Tears have become the only prayer I know. Prayers roll over my nostrils and drip down my forearms. They fall to the ground as I reach for Him. These are the prayers I repeat day and night, sunrise, sunset. For I have seen Him in rare form. I have felt His exhale, have laid in His shadow. If an explanation would help, He would write me one, I know it. But maybe an explanation would only start an argument between us. And I don't want to argue with God. 
I remind myself that I'm praying to the God who let the Israelites stay lost for decades. They begged to arrive in the promised land, but instead he let them wander, answering prayers that they didn't pray. For 40 years, their shoes didn't wear out. Fire lit their path each night. Every morning, he sent them mercy bread from heaven. I look for the hard answers to the prayers that I didn't pray. I look for the mercy bread that he promised to bake fresh for me every day. The Israelites called it manna, which means, what is it? That's the same question I'm asking again and again. There's mercy here somewhere, but what is it? What is it? I see mercy in the dusty sunlight that outlines the trees, in my mother's crooked hands, in the blanket my friend left for me, in the harmony of the wind chimes. It's not the mercy that I asked for, but it's mercy nonetheless. And I learned a new prayer. Thank you. It's a prayer that I don't mean yet, but will repeat it until I do. So call me cursed, call me lost, call me scorned, but that's not all. Call me chosen, blessed, sought after. Call me the one who God whispers his secrets to. I'm the one whose belly is filled with loaves of mercy that were hidden for me. Even on days when I'm so sick, sometimes I go and lay on the mat in the afternoon light just to listen to him. I know it sounds crazy, and I can't really explain it, but God is in there even now. I've heard it said that some people can't see God because they won't look low enough. And it's true. Sometimes you have to look lower. God was always there for me on the bathroom floor. Nightbird, whose real name is Jane Marachewski, is a remarkable young woman. And her walk with God is very real in ways that I can't even imagine. Psalm 56 and verse 3 says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And that is what Jane is doing. In your show notes today, I have placed a link to Nightbird's audition with America's Got Talent. There you can hear her song, It's Okay, and see her with her golden buzzer moment. I think you'll enjoy it. Have a great day, my friends. We will talk tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.